Welcome to Humanize IT, where technology experts meet to discuss business strategy, industry trends, how we can make IT more personal with conversations, not presentations, and occasionally engage in a laugh or two. All right, Skip is back with us, you know, after skipping out on us and, you know, doing family stuff. I don't know. Oh, yeah. There's always something going on. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I... Life never ends and until it ends, right? <laughs> okay, we got a we got a good substitute with Richard Bauer, you know. So the yeah, he's um, got the better accent, man. It just you know, I'm working on getting the Texan out so that it sounds better. And and Richard can just run with what he's got. I mean that that's just uh, everybody likes a great South African accent. Kind of like an Australian accent. Everybody loves a South African accent. Absolutely. I mean, you, you go into your, you know, your navigation. Nobody leaves. Well, I don't anyway. Nobody leaves the normal, you know, accent. You got to change it to something a little more interesting. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be annoyed. At least make it a, you know, an interesting <laughs> voice that's annoying you. Annoying. So this this topic today came out of like Skip and I have been talking a lot in the community updates every Thursday at one o'clock about. Um, how scary the last half of the year is like you have more time January to June than you do July to December. Absolutely. And it is like, everybody's like, Oh, you know, I'll just get this done later. I'm busy right now. I'm doing new projects. I'm, I'm, I'm working on things and we get to July. It's like, Oh, we're middle of the summer. Everybody's relaxed. You know, you're getting on some vacations. You are not thinking about Christmas and, uh, and um, Thanksgiving and the holidays, uh, you know, at that point, you're just like, oh, well, it's, it's summer, it's relaxing. But then you realize you're in the last half of the year. And two of those months are crap. November, December are crap for getting work done. Yep. Because everybody's taking vacations, everybody's flying to meet family, at least in the United States, this is the way it is. I'm pretty sure it's the way it is in Canada, too. It's just, you know, everybody's just taking off time and trying to get those family vacations in. It's starting to get colder, so you have some yes. bad weather days. Yep. And just a lot happens that you just don't have as much time as you think. And so people, what we notice <clears throat> among our clients is that people buy in like October, November, and September in this panic mode, oh crap, I need to get this done before the end of the year. You know, QBRs were a thing that I, I, I have on my to-do list of being better at. And now I'm going to pull the trigger. Well, we should have pulled the trigger back in January. We yes. had time and yep. you were able to generate revenue and projects and get a grip on your year back in January. But everybody's like, no, I got to do it in October because now you're in panic mode. You're like, oh crap, well, I, yep. I'm going to be out of office next week. I'll be office next two weeks. And I'm gone in, in uh, December, you know, towards the end of December. So I've actually got only like three weeks. So there's a there's a time in November where I think we usually have for our community updates is where we say, look, guys, you got like two workable weeks left for this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you do your year correctly, and we say this every year, you should be done by the end of like the third week of November. Mm-hmm. Like you, sh- the rest of your year should be planning strategizing and taking advantage of some change windows so you can implement things. It's just the little dust up stuff, the little thing that's the way it should be. You know, um, so I spend uh, an appreciable amount of time at um, a Taekwondo studio 
Um, been going there for quite a while now, enjoying that. Great relationships. And so I bring that up because it, it's completely out of the technology sort of realm, but great relationship with people there. And so we show up and, you know, not only work out, but chat and just about life in general. And it was so funny because just last Wednesday, so just a few days ago, uh, they were kind of laughing at me and they said, Skip, you, you get you get stuck in the, you're hitting the analysis paralysis point. We're talking about some fitness stuff, right? And I, I laughed. And I said, no, I'm not hitting it. I live there. Um, and so I, I'm kind of the poster child for this. And I, but I think. It loves many, the weed. Yes. <laughs> many people experience this to some extent, and it's not just technology. So we start out in that first part of the year with these very good ideas, all right? They are valid. They are useful. Uh, they need to be acted on and we want to do them well. And so we start out, but life, you know, work, customers, all these things keep going on. And we end up in the July, you know, now August timeframe and it starts to hit us. Oh crap. I, this is not, I've been working on this, but it's not done. It's yeah. not happening. And so, so much flips into high gear, panic mode, uh, all these sort of deals. And not only do we need to recognize that in our own organizations, we need to understand to some degree, our clients are in that mode as well. And so, you know, good, bad, or otherwise, right or wrong, ideal, less than ideal, yes to all of the above, it's the situation we're tackling. So we can make it better by doing what we know we need to do and start right now on getting those things done. Get close the spreadsheet, you know, quit editing the pivot table. <laughs> That's my deal right now. And, and start running with the action items and get those things done. Yeah. And I mean, Skip knows uh, this about me. Like I'm more of a man of action, right? <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I make decisions and, uh, you know, like I'll be like, Skip, that's a not now thing. And, uh, you know, you have to have that good balance of getting things done and like moving forward as well as thinking it through. And so, but like when it comes to like your annual planning, you can get stuck in the, I'm thinking it through. I'll get there eventually. Sometimes you just need to decide. Yep. You know, a plan of action is a bad plan of action is is better than no plan of action. I've it is. I, I, you know, I'm not sure if I agree with that, but it it does make sense in the fact that I watch so many MSPs lose so much cash because yes. they don't make a decision. You know, don't pick our product. Pick somebody else, but pick something so that you can move forward with your with your year. So you wait until October to implement strategy. So that's what our software is. It's, it's the strategic analysis for clients. And you back off and you're like, man, if I would have done this nine months ago, I would have had a hundred more thousand dollars in my back pocket. Yes, yeah. But you were too busy fighting fires the first half of the year. You had to make a decision like, we meet with somebody and then all of a sudden, like, you know, six months later, like, okay, we need your product now. Like we told you you needed it six months ago. And then I'll yeah. be like, oh my gosh, I should have brought, the, I should have bought this product. You yeah, know, I, I could be so much further down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And so, 
And it's because of this paralysis. We think we have more time. We think that, oh, in the future, we'll do this thing. And that's how the year gets away from you. Yeah. And it's not just the holidays, the sheer number of holidays in Q4. Yes. Q4 is just a crap fest no matter how you look at it. But it's also where your clients are in panic mode as well, too. Yes. They're like, oh, crap, we need to think about 2024. Oh, crap, we didn't get all this stuff done this year. And then no. they reach out to you as an MSP and say, okay, can we get this done now? Can we schedule this? Can we do things? And everybody gets busy. So now you can't plan because now you're twice as busy because your clients are doing the same thing that you did. <laughs> they're doing. No. And so if you just get into the state of like right now is when you need to be strategizing, like end of summer, you need to be strategizing because you're about to hit that rush in Absolutely. September, October. And, and, and we see you're that yeah. panic mode in November and in December, you're going to be the, like, okay, uh, I can't get a hold of anybody. Yep. Well, and you know, for, from an MSP perspective, that next year sort of mindset, again, we have the, and I really do call it a privilege because I, I get to interact with so many MSPs literally around the world. And I am interfacing with several of our members right now and they are in high gear. They're, they're not just beginning. They are well into their 2024 planning. All right? yep. So just for time frame, this is the first week of August. And these MSPs are deciding what their business is going to look like, what their, uh, you know, their goals are. They're doing it right now. These MSPs are the ones that have 50, 100, 200 employees. These are the ones that um, they don't do the the thousand, the $1,500 a month contract. Or if they do, oddly enough, they don't, they don't care about them that much, right? They are actively working the small ones or the 5,000 a month contracts, and they have a generous bucket of $20,000, $40,000 a month contracts. So if you're wanting to grow your business and maybe you don't want to, you know, you've been in business long enough and you don't want to be running a company of 200 people. I understand that perspective. But if you want to get that type of larger, more comfortable, high margin revenue coming in, you need to do these similar things. And that's how these larger companies are doing. Their margins are high in these high volume, these high contract uh, companies because they're doing a lot for them. So now is the planning time for that. Um, yep. So if you just, you know, comparison, what are what are other people doing? And and we see it, it, it scales all the way down, even to the, there, there's admittedly, unfortunately, not as many of them, but the, you know, 10 to 20 employee size MSPs. There's a, f well, I, I say there's probably more than I'm leading on. There's quite a few of them out there that we are talking to also that are doing their 2024 planning as well. And those are the successful MSPs. Those are the guys that are not running around with their hair on fire for the last six months. Or if they are, it's, it's kind of a good fire because they're, they're capitalizing on their customers panic mode yeah. while they're not in panic mode and they, 
they get to make a lot of money. So now's the time. And I tell people like these, these MSPs that are planning out in the, the August, September timeframe, their next year, people are like, Oh, well, they're large MSPs. They have time for that. No, they're large MSPs because they made time. Make for time. Yes. These, they started doing this when they were little <clears throat> and that's why they grew. Mm-hmm. And you all know that this is how life works because the, the, the people who planned in their twenties for retirement and started that and started thinking about the what what the next 50 years looked like they're the ones that are in their 40s now feeling pretty comfortable yep that and they and that mentality carried through their life to help them make better decisions across the board so it's a mentality shift and that's why these people are successful they saw it coming they see the next year and then they run a plan and everybody's on the same plan. If you just act, 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 and you're always in the moment, then you're just going to go wherever the winds take you. And you mm-hmm. feel that with the economy. You feel that with the ups and the downs and that you're you're growing, but not quite what you think. You're growing because of luck. Yeah. And because you're a hard worker but you're not strategic about it. So like, where are we going to be? What vertical are we going to attack? Which clients are we going to go after over the next 24 months or 12 months? Where are our salespeople going to be? What are our engineers going to do? Do we need more certifications? Do we want to move to a different architecture for um, the, the, uh, the switches in our switch stack or our network stack? What are we doing to get ahead of the Microsoft uh, licensing issues? where they're going direct to consumers. They're thinking ahead. They're planning ahead. And because of that next year, when something happens, they've got a plan or they're working towards something as a company. When you've got 20 people or five people or three people all working for the same goal, suddenly you see a lot more things happen. And then the business world, we call that synergy. (laughs) Yep. Well, and so... You know, maybe some of you listening and think, oh, yeah, that all sounds great. But what I do right now, well, I want to go back to what you said earlier, Adam, about, you know, not good plans or whatever. Sometimes it is just that. So I had a very, um, a bit of a surprising, but I think a very interesting shift for the positive in, in my career. And I had a business owner that I was working with. And again, Skip's tendency to get stuck in the analysis paralysis mode. And he came to me and said, I would rather you make a bad decision than no decision at all. And it took me a while to kind of wrap my head around that. You know, why, why would you be okay with a bad decision or maybe let's not make it so negative. Why would you be okay with a decision that is not as good as it could be? And the answer to that is because if we make a decision and it's not ideal, at least we'll know. We'll have actionable items and it gives us definite points to work on. Whereas we get stuck in the analysis paralysis, it's all theoretical. It's all, it, you know, it's like, you know, monopoly money. It, it doesn't really matter. You know, your strategies may be valid, but unless you put them into action, they don't mean anything. Yeah. So 
now. D- m- pull the trigger, make a decision, evaluate it. We, we talk a lot of times about the agile uh, principles that, that we adopt in our organization. And you you make a decision. Now we know. And, and yes, we'll pivot. We'll change. You're not setting things in stone, but we need to get, you know, close the pivot table and make make some actions. You know, yeah, let's start something. making things happen. Yeah. Do something. And that's good. And, and knowing the, that you're failing. So we call it the fail fast mode. Uh, if you haven't heard of this strategy, you make a decision, you commit to it. And then if you realize it's not working, fail, move on to the next thing. Fail fast. I think we even have a we may even have a podcast episode on that. Yeah, that sounds good. Right. <clears throat> yeah, the um, the idea there being is that by failing, you're moving forward. You're learning not how not to do the light bulb. Mm-hmm. You're 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 learning how okay, I don't I shouldn't go that direction. And but you did it because you made the strategy. So with this last half of the year we always smush everything in there. We keep making the same mistake over and over again. You're not failing. <laughs> you're just yep. running a really bad plan. Um, you're, you know, if you say, Hey, look, it does not work for us to do all of our planning in quarter four. We need to move it to quarter three. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You just learned. You said we are failing at planning in quarter four. We were waiting last minute to do everything. Let's make decisions in August instead. We will have our run plan for 2024 built by, by the end of August of every year. And then when it comes to like choosing a product, like what for your stack, just choose commit. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the corporate world, it was the rule was look at three, pick one. Mm -hmm. And if you follow that general rule, you can stop like saying, Oh, someday we're going to look at, you know, uh, a software for planning. Uh, yeah. Someday we're going to, you know, no, this is, I, I need to have this in August. I got to look at three, pick one. So I can put it in the budget for 2024. I that's think that's a bit of a trap plan. though. That that pick three, look at three, pick one. Um, maybe it's just technical. I don't, again, I'm, you know, biased because of what I do all the time, but there are so many options available. If you try to just pick three of, you know, an RMM tool or, any sort of technical tool. There's not three, there's 30. You know, how do you even pick the three to evaluate? And, you know, I, we, we we fall into that, especially with technology. We're always looking, all right, well, what about this one? What about this one? And I think we we struggle because which one is going to provide the best value? Which one, maybe you do have a corporate goal. Perfection want, is the enemy. It is. And, you know, if you're your company goal is, hey, we want to increase revenue by 20%. And you're looking at a tool that you think is going to help you do that. And you're afraid that, well, if we pick the wrong tool, we're only going to increase revenue by 10%. All right. Valid. I get that. But how much revenue do you increase by not picking a tool at all? None. Right. So, yes, we, we made a less than ideal decision, but it move the needle. We were able to increase revenue. So let's go from there. Now we're 10%. We're at least half the way towards our goal, which is a lot better than not making the decision at all. So move. Yeah, and that's why I say like pick, uh, you know, you know, have three, pick one. 
And because you can spend all day evaluating everything, creating your little pivot tables and looking at your charts and rating things. But honestly, in your gut, you know, there are three that are, are good right now. And you don't have much time. Look at all three, create a little cute little scorecard and pick one, run it by your team. They approve. And now you've got your run game. And that works. This, 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 uh, this concept works. And if you, there's lots of little techniques you can do to like, how do you choose your three? Like there's like RFPs you can do. There's little like, um, yeah. there's quick, quick uh, evaluations you can do. You can go to Gartner and look at the quad magic quadrant, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, hey, if they can pay enough to be in that magic quadrant, they must be doing well. Right. <laughs> uh, so the, the idea you want to keep rolling with is that you're moving forward picking a good product or at least picking one and it doesn't work for you, then you can move on to the next one. Now, you know, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's time that you're moving forward. And when we sit there and we postpone everything to the last half of the year, we don't give ourselves the option to do that because we're constantly on the back foot. We're not making decisions. We're just in firefighting mode. Someday I will plan someday. I will buy a product. You didn't make a decision. You just postponed the decision. And then that's, and then the last half of the year, you know, I kind of wonder, is that how we get the holidays in the last half of the year? Was it because the, 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 uh, the people's like, oh my gosh, we need a holiday for this. Oh, and like, we're going to throw it in November. Yep. Oh crap. We forgot about, you know, uh, in the, oh, I throw that in December. And it's, it's just funny because like, oh, we need a celebration. When are we going to do that? Oh, we, we have got, we haven't gotten together as a town in a while. We should probably really push this winter festival, mm -hmm. you know, like. So everything happens in the last half of the year because, you know, it's a it's a human narrative that we always push things to the last half. Yep. Now, get ahead of it. And as Skip said, when we meet with MSPs who are successful, who are growing, who have who have a mature outlook on how they're going to do things, they're planning on quarter three. Yes. And when I worked in the corporate world, the good managers, the good directors had their plans by Q3. In fact, yes. they had a tentative one. So like they like right now, I'm building my 2025 plan. And it's just a tentative spitball, but it's on my spreadsheet. 2024 is pretty much concrete by now. But 2025 is like, okay, here's where I'd like to be. Um, let's see how 2024 goes. So when 2024 ends up, I come in quarter three, 12 months from now, I pull up my spitball plan and I say, okay, I need to adjust this a little bit, but here's where, I, here's where we can be in 2025. I'm on the ball. Or that was a bad idea. There's no way I'm going to get to that. I take it off and I replace it with something else. Yep. And I'm constantly forecasting, constantly forecasting. And by doing that, when we're sitting in a meeting and some engineer or somebody comes up with or Skip comes up with a great idea, I'm like, no, we can't do that now. It doesn't fit into our plan. So I can say no to distractions. Right. We're moving this direction. I've got that scheduled for 2025. It's a fantastic idea, but we're not going to do it until then. Yep. And, and you don't get a stop on your plan. Yeah. And here's the cool part. So, you know, you're mentioning something right now and I, I can tell you exactly. I was at a conference um, and it was in early 2021. And I was listening to a lot of vendors and, you know, obviously we're always talking to our members and I was like, we need this in our tool. And so I started, I sat down, you know, 
out of the office sort of opportunity, no distractions. I was back in the hotel room and it was probably two or three hours, just solid, you know, banging out a wire framework of what I want this to look like. And I knew it wasn't time, but I started the conversation, right? Adam gave me the, hey, you know, the not now, but this business goals sort of idea has been cooking along. And now we've got things as our business is growing that are starting to align and that's becoming more and more of a reality. Because I've been working it so long term, I'm not going to have to do everything at the last minute to meet some sort yeah. of panic deadline. I've got a lot of work, a lot of thought, rethought going into this that's going to help me get there. But at the same time, there've been so many other elements that we've just had to say, now's the time. We're doing this when we need this. We've been able to make the action. So we're saying both things here, you know, do a lot of planning, do your analysis, but you've got to make sure that you are executing on some things. Don't, don't get stuck in, I'm going to make this wonderful master, all-inclusive plan that's going to solve all of my problems and make us tons of money. Yep. It's, it's not going to happen. Sorry. My phrase, I tell my kids someday is the same thing as saying never. Yep. And the, the more you say someday I will have a QBR process in place. Someday I will uh, start doing employee reviews. Someday I will do a forecast for my budget. That will never happen. That's why you're sitting here. You've been operating an MSP for 10 years and you keep saying, oh, I should probably do this. Yep. And it's because you keep saying it. You see, you say on August 31st, I will have my plan for 2025. If I don't, I don't give myself a pay raise. You have to, you have to hold yourself accountable. Otherwise, you're going to end up in the last half of the year in panic mode like everybody else, buying random things, doing random stuff that you feel is strategic, but it's not because you didn't have a plan. Yep. If you had said, like, I need a QBR tool in 2025 or 2024, that means you need to have it bought by the end of 2023. If you want to have a employee review process uh, in 2024, you need to have it purchased and ready to go in 2023. Yeah. And that's not in December, November, that means quarter three, quarter two. Yes, you're going to pay for it for three, four months. Um, and you may not use it a bunch, but you made the decision and you committed to a product. And if you decide to buy it exactly when you need it, you can be like what Skip said, like he's been planning out this idea of business tags forever and it's coming along and we're, we're committing to, we've committed to that's where we want to go. And we're making the micro steps to get along the way. We won't see revenue from that for a little while, but what we have is a product that is ready for it. It's prepared for it. We have a team that's ready for it and prepared for it and a narrative that fits. And we're moving in that direction because we made a decision to do this thing. And with you, when you buy something, or when you're preparing to do something, you can't wait until the last moment. Like you can't do just in time delivery in operations. It doesn't work. Yeah. You've got to think ahead. You've got to have the PC on the back shelf. You've got to have the server parts there ready to go so that when you come up to the time, you're ready. You want a QBR process and buy our software? Everybody says, oh, I, I mean, it's so many times that people buy it last minute. 
Yeah. That like, and then they, they're in a rush to get this thing in place. Like if you would have bought it back in March and spent the last like three months, like kind of getting in place, kind of getting familiar with it, getting your clients familiar. Then all of a sudden this, this emergency comes up. You're like, I got it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it costs you like 600 bucks, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's it, you know, but people yeah. like to wait till last minute and do it last minute. That's why the last half of the year ends up as a big rat race. That's why I wanted to get out of this this uh, podcast here. It's like, stop waiting. Make a commitment. Choose so that you don't end up doing everything last minute. So the last half of your year is not as long as you think. It is very squished because you're going to shove a whole bunch of other things in there. And the economy switching things into there. Your yep. families are pushing things into there. So that last six months just ends up being a rat race. So that by the time you get to the end of Christmas break, you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. Because you pushed everything in, and you're going to do the same thing next year, where you're going to relax January, February, March, and then you're going to end up in a panic mode again. So, it's been a great topic. So, our our takeaway from this is commit, yeah, make a decision, make it early, and make it timely. Yep. Find that I, cadence that will work for your team, and you will see your company grow. You'll see your personal life flatten out and get more manageable. Mm-hmm. And you will start seeing yourself make steps towards things that you want to do rather than doing things that you have to do all the time. Yeah, I, I agree. I, so I, again, I'm kind of the poster child for this problem. Uh, and I really appreciate Adam keeping me on track many of the times, but I see this maybe just because I identify with it. I see this so many times in our members. I mean, we've been on calls and I can point it out. You're stuck here evaluating all these items. And you've got to recognize that in your organization as well. You know, yes, you need some due diligence. We don't want to be irresponsible, but there has got to be a time when we say, all right, we, we know enough to not make a horribly bad decision. We're not going to step, you know, into the middle of something that's going to blow everything up. So we need to run with it. We need to make a decision. We make it better, but we're going to make a decision now. Yep. Thank you, Skip, for coming on. Uh, you know, people make your decision. Don't wait till the last half of the year because the last half of the year is a crap fest. Do it in the first half. There you go. (laughs) Thank you, Skip. And we will see you all next week. See you. Thank you for joining us today. If you like our podcast, please subscribe, comment, and check out our Facebook page. Also encourage others who want to see IT transform to subscribe as well. We could always use your help. 